Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to My Favourite Takeaway, the show for people who love food but can't always be bothered to cook it. My name is Tom Crane and as always I'm joined by the wonderful Joyce Simran. How are you Sim? Did you call call me Joyous? I did, that's nice. Yeah I do like that, I am joyous today. I am joyous today, today is a joyous day. Do you know why today's a joyous day? Because it's clear skies and there's no rain and there's no sleet and there's no snow and there's no hail, which always basically makes me think takeaway drivers will be able to reach their destinations without any trouble, a boulevard of unbroken green lights to get that pizza at that door. Swiftly and hot. I like that. I like the idea that you you rip open the curtains in the morning and you think you breathe a deep sigh of relief going, the food's going to arrive on time. Or early. Oh, It's going to be a good day for Deliveroo, and that's all I care about <laughs> in the world. Um, now, Sim, one of the foods that will be delivered around the nation today, because you know we love this stuff, is pizza. And there's a key thing within the world of pizzas that we all know. It's, it's kind of a bit of a splitter, really. It's the value of a dip. Are people into dips? Do they hate them? Do they think they're pointless? And this is something we talk about a lot, actually, in this episode today, as you'll hear. But it's also something we've got a lot of correspondence about this week, funnily enough. Regan from Australia has messaged us to say some places, like fancier pizza places, will dress the pizza with a squiggle of a topping sauce like hollandaise or pesto mayo but definitely nothing dunkable. There's a lot to unpack in this. There is. And also, Regan says that basically that in Australia, the idea of a dip is not a thing. He says the UK is the only place I know that serves dips with Domino's pizza. It's not a thing in Australia. And it's, it blew uh, their mind when, they, when they, they found out about this. What are you thinking, Sim? I'm firstly troubled mainly by the fact that someone would squiggle hollandaise sauce over a pizza, <laughs> which just feels completely mad. Are you imagining that's like, you know, the sort of uh, slightly pretentious baristas where they do like a tree or something like that before they hand you your latte? <laughs> that is a disservice to baristas. I think we can all appreciate a nice little pattern okay, in your coffee. Okay, i take that back. That, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's quite nice. It feels like you're going somewhere a bit classy. How would you how would you feel actually on that if if you if you ordered a pizza and they did drizzle your face you know they did something quite personal 
Would you feel all right if they drizzled in holidays, like the shape of your face? In the shape of my face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoever you are, you come to the counter, they look at you for 30 seconds, and they just do an approximation of your face on the top of the pizza. Well, if they did it in the shape of my face, I think, I'm not sure, I don't think I want to be one of their, one of their French girls. As a- <laughs> As you're lying back on the plastic seats in the waiting room. Got the queue of people lying back in plastic seats as this guy is just squiggling. Just the most accurate depiction of their customers on their pizza. They only manage to get out about two or three pizzas a night. It's running at huge loss. There's no way they can sustain this, but, you know, it's their calling card, so they've got to stick with it. No, so, so what are your views on this? The idea of no dips and drizzling, what are you, what are you thinking, Sid? Oh, I just, it's just not for me. I mean, look, I, I, I have specific things about dips. I don't think you should dip on the first slice, the first bite of the first slice. I think that's a bit... I think disrespectful to the pizza, if I'm being honest. (laughs) You don't trust it. I do think, as we were discussing with our upcoming guest, actually, that you should start dipping out halfway through the slice or closer to the crust. Yep. And what you should definitely not do, because this is just the marks of a psychopath, is eat the crust dry. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I'm not a fan of a pizza and then, and I've got to say, one of my very close friends does this, Get the pizza out. First thing, he's got ketchup, mayo out the fridge, pouring, squeezing way too hard, a big mound of ketchup, <laughs> squeezing way too hard, a big mound of mayo, just not on the pizza, on the side, dip, dip, dip. I would say that ketchup and mayo is the domain of the shop-bought supermarket oven pizza. That's what it's Correct. for. That's what ketchup and mayo is for. Not for a board. If you, I think if I saw someone get a takeaway pizza or Domino's and then get ketchup out of mayo and put it on their plate, I'd assume they were entirely insane. I completely agree. And there are some people who dip their pizzas in hummus. I've seen that. Not fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an affectation though, isn't it? I, yeah. <laughs> the, this message comes from Australia. I, I kind of find this quite interesting. My wife used to live in Australia and is desperate for us to go back to Australia. My main reason I've been putting her off is because I have such a deep fear of sharks. I'm so insanely scared of sharks. And the idea of I can go on holiday and I'd be too scared to go in the sea, it feels like that feels like a waste of money, basically. Uh, I'll tell you the reason I'm scared of sharks, if you're interested, Sim. Do you want to know? You're going to tell me anyway, aren't you? When I was eight, I was really into sharks. And I asked my mum for a book on sharks for Christmas. And she got a bit confused. Instead of a book on sharks, she bought me a, a book on shark attacks. And it was like 400 pages of the most horrific images you've ever seen in your life, basically, of sharks. It'd be like a leg on a beach or some, like a sepia image of some Victorian guy who's missing his lung. It's been bitten by a great white or something like that. But it genuinely freaked me out. And it's given me this fear of Australia. But now I have an even more profound reason to avoid Australia as a holiday destination. And that's they don't, they don't have dips with their pizzas. Something even deeper. Your mother thought that you would want a book on shark attacks. Well, she basically hadn't <laughs> taken in what it was. She just saw the word shark and that was enough for her. It was 400 pages of like the worst images you've ever seen. <laughs> to, to the extent that I was like scared of going in the bath for a period afterwards. So if I go swimming in the sea here even, I have to go, oh, it's okay, and like regulate my breathing. It's like, you know, I'm swimming off Norfolk or something like that or paddling and I'm still freaking out. It's terrible. But <laughs> look, Australia is clearly a great place, but my fear of sharks and the lack of dips suggests that maybe... <laughs> it's not for you. I'll stick to Cornwall. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> on that, let's get this sorted once and for all. What are your views on the role of a dip in pizzas. Do you think a dip is a vital part of the pizza experience? Do you think they're not needed? Or 
are there weird things? Simran mentioned hummus there. Are there weird things that you dip your pizza into that you think that people need to be getting into? Let's find out the views of the nation on dips. You can email us on hello at myfavoritetakeawaypodcast.com. That's hello at myfavoritetakeawaypodcast.com. Or you can follow us on Insta, which is my favorite takeaway podcast, and drop us a DM there. We have one other little bit of correspondence we want to read out, which is uh, it's always touching when we get this sort of thing. It's nice to see that people are you know, getting tips from the show. What is it, Sim? This is from Ben. And Ben said that he actually ordered a takeaway from a local one recommended by Simon Rimmer in the recent episode from Masala Lounge. He'd like to thank him for the suggestion. The curry is fantastic. And they provided two poppadoms, which I think... Nice. To be honest, Ben, I think they should provide two poppadoms. (laughs) I think that's a big win. I think two poppadoms is standard. But fine. But if you're happy, if you're happy, I'm happy. I like that. The simple pleasures, simple pleasures. Simran, who do we have coming up this week? Coming up, we've got Hayley Morris, who is a comedian with 7 million followers across TikTok and YouTube, which is insane. Her content is mainly focused around a sort of inner monologue comedy sketch called Me vs. Brain, which instead is turned into a book and is a sanitized bestseller. And is superb as well. Her stuff is really funny. It's worth saying, yeah. Very, very good. Yeah, really good. And she, uh, we had such a great chat with her. She was so lovely and she ordered... Uh, some great food from a brilliant Indian takeaway that I thoroughly recommend. Here she is, Haley. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Thank you so much for joining us. We started off with a disaster. Your takeaway order was left outside. It was. So we should explain that we ordered the takeaway. They said it was going to come sometime after eight o'clock. And it actually arrived not long past 7.30. <laughs> and we weren't, you weren't home at that point. No. So they left it outside. Was it wet? No, actually, it, like, surprisingly, the bag's still here. And there's like, a, you can see it like a little bit was wet, but not really. Had he rung you to ask where to leave it or had he just guessed where it would be a safe place? I think he just guessed, but also he was still there when I got there. So I don't know how long he had been waiting. Okay. Because whenever, whenever I'm not in, someone rings and they're dropping something off, I always say, I always feel a bit bleak. I always go, can you leave it by the bin? That's what I do. And food feels <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like a, <laughs> something you should be requesting. So on the rare occasion that I'll come back and there'll be like a pizza hidden next to the bin. I think this is a low point, isn't it? What am I? <laughs> it's because, it's because I keep thinking of it like a, like my keys. Yeah. Like if I was to leave my keys outside, I'd be like, I'll leave it under the bin or by, by the porch next to the recycling bin. 
But that's not really where you want your food left, is it? You're, you're aware you're saying this on a podcast, Simran. You're now telling people where you leave your... This is where my key is and this is my address. <laughs> I'm not giving my address yet. <laughs> Look, you can, you can hear his voice. He lives somewhere posh. You can sort of... <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Exactly, exactly. With leaving your food by the bin, what if someone else ordered something from the same place? Nah. The half-eaten version left there and you pick that up. <sighs> this is one of the risks, isn't it? That is a risk. That is a risk. I did actually put in my sort of Deliveroo thing. I don't want the doorbell to be rung. I want the takeaway just left <laughs> outside. And then the last time this happened, I forgot that I'd left this instruction. So I was waiting for like 40 minutes. I realized he delivered it on time. It was just sat outside for ages. And that really was soaking wet by the time I got it. The sort of thing Beyonce, I imagine, has in her sort of <laughs> delivery request. I, nobody ring my doorbell. Don't trouble me. Don't look at me in the eyes. <laughs> you must not look at me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't even breathe in my direction. <laughs> Do not sniff my takeaway. Do not look at my takeaway. <laughs> so that's a good question, that. what do you, There is a risk someone else is going to... Yeah, there's a mix-up. I've actually... Something not identical to this, but about two months ago, you talk about someone else's leftovers. I went to a food fair on Brick Lane, right? And I was wandering around eating from the tasting plates on top of the uh, all the different counters. And then at the end, I found out there weren't any tasting plates. It was just where people were putting their food back. Oh, crane! So I had from about five or six different places. I was just trying leftovers from strangers in Brick Lane. The funniest thing is, though, anyone watching you would have been like, "What is this guy doing?" <laughs> How does this guy not know what we all know? <laughs> Everyone laughing. Mind-sweeping tapas. <laughs> mind-sweeping. But your takeaway has come in safely. The bag is intact. Yeah. And uh, the most important question of all, what is in that bag? What have you ordered uh, for this week's episode? I have ordered a dish that I can't pronounce, but it's from Cricket. And it's uh, some sort of aubergine curry with pilau rice and some mango chutney and some poppadoms. I ordered this last week. Did you? Yeah, from Cricket. And? It was really, really good. Good. It's like got fried aubergine and there's two of them and they crisscross in the centre and there's a little bit of garnish on top. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Hayley, you'll find, you'll find that out when you open up your takeaway and have a look at it. <laughs> the thing of Simran describing what your takeaway is going to look like five seconds before you actually look at it. <laughs> It's a little slight. Cricket, for anyone who hasn't been there, Cricket is a fantastic place. There's a chain, I think, across London. They've got three or four venues now, but it's amazing Indian food. Feel free to crack it open. Have a have a, have a a look at your food, see if you want, if it matches Simran's description. Let's find out. Do you know what? The aubergine isn't crisscrossed, but apart from that, you are spot on. Right. That was the only thing I really said there, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> What's the main takeaway from your? I was just trying to make you feel good there. No, I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that. So um, you've ordered an Indian takeaway. Is this what you would usually order? Do you know what? It's always what I feel like I want on that day. So sometimes I feel like you can't really go wrong with an Indian takeaway. Like that is always a very safe option. The last three takeaways I've had over the last few months have been so bad and they've been like rogue ones where I've gone I'll give that a go and it's some random place on delivery or somewhere that I'm like that sounds good without naming names can you what were these three takeaways without naming names what what was what was the food and why were each of them so bad I think one of them was a burger and fries and it was so smothered in like a sauce that I actually asked for it not to be on it was almost like they were like 
oh, she didn't want the sauce. So what we'll do is we'll smother it in the sauce just because <laughs> that's insulting to our recipe. It was like a buffalo sauce, but oh. it was soaked. The bread was soaked. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Was there so much sauce that the filling was slipping out of the burger as you pinched it? Yeah. And also it was meant to come with like lettuce and tomato. It just, it was just this sauce. Sourcing bread. Midway between midway between like between a burger and soup, basically. Yeah, There's a place right. near mine that has that. Is, is there seems to be the obsession with like soaking things through and having no. loads and loads. Oh, yeah. I just don't absolutely don't get it at all. No. So a burger without sauce mm. is disappointing. A burger with too much sauce is equally disappointing. Exactly. But but which is worse? For me, I always if I'm not that keen on the sauce, I've got my own sauce. I'm gonna yeah. sauce it up when it arrives. Also, it won't be soggy. So you'd rather go for no sauce because you can add your own sauces and control Correct. the measurements. Yeah. Crane? Well, of course that's the right decision rather than sort of getting really wet burger and <laughs> I mean, you are right. briefing it off with a trowel, getting a hairdryer out. I mean, that's, that's clearly not the answer, is it? <laughs> Give me an hour and a half, this will be bone dry. I'll just wring that one out like a sponge. You said I've got my own sauce with almost a sort of a certain arrogance, which I quite like, Dr. Bragg. I've got my own sauce. What sauces have you got in your fridge? What's your, what are your main go-tos? Do you know what? I've really oversold it. It sounds like I've got something really exciting, but it's just mayo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, you know, I've got my own sauce. It's pretty great. It's mayo or Cholula. <laughs> well, this is just because, so you're a vegan. Is, is, that, is that right here? Yeah. So what's your, what's your vegan burger of choice? Depends what they've got. Because I don't have that much fake meat in my life. So if I'm going to have a burger, I will probably go for like the fake chicken. Sometimes a Beyond Burger. But yeah, that's like the only time that I have fake meat, really, when it's in a burger. But Saitan's pretty good, isn't it? I think it's really good. Yeah. The fake chicken yeah. is really, really nice. There's a place called Temple of Saitan. Have you heard of that? Which is an awesome vegan uh, burger place. They've got a couple of places in London. Really good, yeah. Okay, so that's the burger, which was soggy. What were the other two you had, which were awful? So the other ones were... Wait, let me think what it was. I could literally go through my delivery and see the one stars. <laughs> it was jarring. <laughs> I think one of them was like a, a ramen-y typed it oh no one was a poke bowl oh right yeah yeah yeah. it was so sickly sweet what is vegan poke like though is that that feels like a strange thing to order as a vegan aren't you just basically getting chopped up salad yeah pretty much just like sushi rice salad tofu is it vegan fish i think i've ever had vegan fish but they don't actually i mean i would say it's not really poke bowl but they just do the vegan option but there was lots of pineapple some berries and I again I said I didn't want them in there and they came with it on and I was like fine I will have the pineapple and I won't enjoy it yeah and the sauce was very sweet and usually I've I've eaten from there before no I haven't I'd eaten from somewhere I thought it was the same one and it was a rogue one where I was like oh I'll try this one it's interesting you you say that because the idea of getting a curry because it's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. There is a worry, isn't there, that your takeaway turns up and it's just not what you want because then basically yeah. that's your evening. That's that's what really? that's what you've got. You're not going to order another one. In that case, are you ordering the same things even from the Indian takeaways that you go to? Are you that cautious or what you like? No. And this is my problem. This is my downfall. <laughs> this is where it keeps going wrong. <laughs> that's three out of three that have gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> never try anything new Hayley no. never seek seek joy never do any of these things I mean truly I, I'm, I'm making a huge mistake and just trying to broaden my horizons you know hey why don't I do something new today no, no. don't do that that's what you know <laughs> so do you want to start eating sure the cricket aubergine 
Talk us through it. Mouthful by mouthful. What are you thinking? This is, so you've started with the aubergine dish, yeah? Unless you've just spooned poppadom into your mouth. Um, it was a bizarre <laughs> way of doing it. <laughs> what would you do if you went out for dinner with someone mm-hmm. and they broke the poppadom with a spoon and then spooned some of the poppadom into their mouth? I've done that. There's nothing wrong with that. If they started eating the poppadom with a spoon. Oh, hold on a sec. Sorry, you broke a poppadom into a spoon and then spoon it into your mouth. Yeah, no, that that that's mad, yeah. So, so I'm saying there's a poppadom in the middle of the table. You you break it with a spoon and you pick up the poppadom with the spoon. I think that would be enough of a reason to call off a date. It would, but someone yeah. somewhere is doing that. Yeah, and someone will now try it. You just know it. <laughs> okay, so this, this, this aubergine dish, what, what, what are you thinking, Sova? It's really good. I've got a bit of everything in my mouthful. Oh yeah, it's it's very. Uh, they usually re- really balance those flavors quite well. Mm. I do I do think Indian food does vegetables and vegetarian stuff much better than any other cuisine. Very very true. So let's 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 go back then to your childhood. So sorry, not childhood too much. Like a- <laughs> yeah. what, what podcast this is this? Let's go back to your childhood. Childhood trauma. <laughs> exactly. Let's address the root of yeah. the. Uh- Really the fear and the worry. What's going on? Exactly. Um, growing up, did did you have takeaways? And if so, what what were they? And who was ordering? So, what, what was what was your takeaway experience as a child? We always would. Was it Friday night that Gladiator was on, or was that Saturday night? I think that was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, that's when it was. We'd always Saturday night. We'd get a fish and chip dinner, sit in front of the TV, and all watch Gladiator, and it was the best part of the week. When you've ordered the takeaway in the fish and chip dinner, are you sitting at a table? Are you sitting on a sofa? Are you sitting on a floor? I've got to be sat at a table. I I've never been one of those people that can sit with food on my lap on a sofa. I sit cross-legged on the floor with my takeaway in front of the telly, okay. which Simran seems to think is really, really weird. But that on is- your lap or the floor? Literally on the floor. So the, the, the floor becomes my table, basically. The floor is just like a massive table. I just I just find it cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> You can't do that. It's not your. It's not your seating <laughs> position to take. You got no right. But I know what you mean. That, but a wiggly plate on a lap on a sofa, no, does not do it for me. I can't do it. It's, it's just you're not going to enjoy the food. Constant worry. Is it going to fall? Am I going to lose it? Matt Crosby has a what's it called? A lap table where he he has a little just a little tray. It's a lap tray. It's a lap tray. Aww. And that is on. It's adorable. Yeah, but I think that's the sort of thing you should get when you're about 90, isn't it? <laughs> I think some of parents I know do that. They'll sit down in front of the telly with their little trays. That <laughs> yeah. breaks my heart. <laughs> it literally breaks my heart. I'm like, oh, just watching your little film, having your little dinner. So cute. So you had, these, you had fish and chips Saturdays with your family watching mm-hmm. Gladiator in front of the telly. Do you remember the first meal growing up that really blew you away? Obviously, you enjoyed your fish and chips. But was, was there a point, a particular meal, or even something that was cooked for you regularly that you remember as like a special thing to you? Joe, we did have a lot of curries growing up, like a lot. That's good. Yeah. Although my grandma would never let me get anything that wasn't spicy. <laughs> That wasn't spicy. She grew up in India, so she was like, if you get a korma, you are out of the family. Is she Indian? Okay, no, she's not Indian, but she grew up in India. So she'd always, whenever, if we went out for curry or if we got curry or if we made it, it was like, no, it has to be spicy. And I was like, that is fair. What what age was this that you were being forced to have vindaloos? (laughs) (laughs) Have vindaloo, you eight-year-old child. Yeah. Yeah, I must have been young. I must have been like probably eight. Wow. That's something I've I've not ever encountered before this is the sort of thing that happens in a old doll novel isn't it basically with the, the, the grandma yeah. leaning over <laughs> cackling as the eight-year-old is forced to eat really hot food <laughs> so were you enjoying it yeah but i think we started off with like 
probably I don't know how spicy I can't think of how spicy a dansack is now it's pretty it's like medium to hot yeah yeah so probably started off with like a dansack but I was probably having like a lot of mango chutney with it to cool it down I'm not sure but somehow I was getting through it but the funny thing is I can't really handle spice still well, th- well this is what I was going to answer say so your spice to- tolerance level I thought would be quite high but you're saying it's not high what a disappointment you are Superman <laughs> 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 always t- turns off his microphone if someone who doesn't, isn't doing his spice he's so yeah, he's like I'm, I'm actually leaving I'm done <laughs> yeah. I'm out of it. Like I can have Cholula perfect because it's got a bit of a sweetness to it. But for some reason, Sriracha really gets me. Would you avoid having like a spicy sauce or anything on your on your food? No, I totally still have it. Do you quite like the, the pain? I love the pain. All about the pain. But it's I, I feel like it's different thing. There's certain spices that will really get me and then other kinds that I'm like, oh, no, I can handle that. Which I feel like I can usually handle most curries i've never tried a vindaloo i don't ever intend to or a file you've had a file no how spicy is that no it's very spicy what, what are your views sim on like tickly spicy curries is that something you would order with your family growing up in an indian household would you have had tickly spicy curries or not no i just i just think it's a white person's affectation <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> trying to win a t-shirt yeah. <laughs> this is all bullshit this is my, okay. my view just, just just go through this uh, checklist <laughs> I'm no longer allowed to sit on the floor and eat my food and I can't have anything hot <laughs> it's all cultural appropriation okay <laughs> growing up that was your uh, takeaways and did, did you go to, to uni or your what was your your background and how were you there were you were you uh, a healthy eater a healthy no. or were you kind of no okay so t- tell us about your your uni life and your takeaway times at uni I feel like everyone's just poor at uni and there was some around the corner from us called Pizza Go-Go and it would do two like massive, they're probably like 18 inch pizzas. That's a big pizza, right? It's huge. It's a big pizza, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, is that a big pizza? Because I can't imagine 18 inches as a pizza right now. Um, You'd get two of those for five pounds and me and my housemates (laughs) would just all get one each. I love that. We'd all just sit there with our pizzas. And we, do you know, at that point, you would sit on the sofa or not at a table. That's a bit much at a table simply because of the size yeah. of the pizza and the size of the table won't match. No, not with that many people. Do you ever, with pizza boxes, when you open up the box, do you tear the perforated edge? You know, you know how the box opens up? Yeah. And then you can rip the, 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 the box so that it's just one flat piece of card. Do you ever do that? No. Do you do that? Just me? Yeah. I've, always, I've done it a couple of times. I've done it a couple of times. So instead of instead of taking the pizza off and putting it on a plate, yeah, you can yeah. keep it in the box by just taking off the uh, the lid. Essentially, I'm trying to work out what you mean. I've never thought I would lose two people so quickly. Sorry, <laughs> you say in, in 40 years of life, that is the weirdest question I've ever heard anyone yes. ask anyone. <laughs> It's because I struggled to get to the fact that describing it as a lid. I'm so desperate to understand this. I want you to take me through it one more time, but really slowly. And, and okay. just think about what you're asking okay, us. Okay, okay. okay, so there's a pizza box. Would you get a box just for a demonstration as well? Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, so imagine, imagine a pizza in a box. Then you open the lid of the pizza box. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at that point, are you bending the lid all the way around? Bear with me. Stick with me. All right, we're here, we're here. Underneath the bottom of the box... Okay. Or are you tearing off the lid and discarding it? So you've just got the, the the bottom of the box left. Right. Or are you just letting that lid flap down and you're cutting the pizza and putting it on a plate? 
Guys, are you with me on any, <laughs> any, any of this? I'm with you, but I think it's something else. Just open it and eat it. Right, you just open it and eat it. Yes. Yeah, okay. you, you and everybody else, I think, probably. <laughs> so. But everyone just does the thing. Surely you just open you just open the box, don't you? And you put the, and the lid just flaps down and then you get access to the pizza. Isn't that what everyone does? That feels like, I don't quite understand what you think. What I'm saying <laughs> you know is, what is I, think, I think there is an option on these pizza boxes to rip the lid yeah. off because it's got a it's perforated and then it becomes essentially a de facto plate. Now I'm aware I've used perforated and de facto to, to describe yes. a pizza box. Well, I mean we could try and make it a thing. Yeah. Whether it will catch on, I'm not sure. I think I'm trying to make it a thing. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. Yeah. If you ever have a Domino's with Simran at the end uh, his box looks like an origami swan. I mean, look, it's hard. <laughs> exactly. Everyone does this, don't they? Surely. Um, okay. I'm not. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. But I, I like the fact that you do something different. Well, we'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, so university. So it was five pounds for two eighteen-inch pizzas, which I've actually yeah. just worked out here. I think is thirty-six inches of pizza. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> which is too much. <laughs> just worked it out. Far too much. <laughs> just. I've just put the two together, and I've eighteen yeah, times but... two. Yeah. <laughs> I've even got a pad here, and I've written it down. That's so. I'm so tragic. <laughs> was that just you and your friend? Did you say it was you and your all your flatmates? Or how many people were eating that? So there was. Uh, wow. How many of us lived there? Seven of us. Now I'm thinking about it, though. I think we were all getting one each. There must have been one left over every time, unless someone wasn't getting one. But I remember us all having an individual pizza each. Well, if there is ever one left over, you can keep the heat in the second one by removing the lid from the first one, tearing it down the side, placing it on top of the second one, putting under the whatever, yeah, et etc. et cetera. <laughs> Okay, yeah, all right, okay. Okay, let's get into the important thing, though, when it comes to pizzas, uh, which are dips. Views on dips, are they important? Are they integral? So, so important. You cannot have a pizza without a dip. What's your go-to dip? Um, it's got to be like a classic garlic herb combo. Has to be. Or mayo. I'm a big mayo girl. And are you, um, for the first bite of the pizza, mm-hmm. are you doing that clean or are you dipping in? Depends where I'm getting it from. If it's a yard sale pizza. Mm, good pizza. I go straight in for that sort, like the dip, because it's so good. And then at what point are you going to go in for the dip? This is getting quite granular, isn't it? What are you talking, third bite, fourth bite? <laughs> I will go first bite, and then I'll probably leave it a few. And then I'll go back when we get closer to the crust end. No, that is true. The closer, the closer you get to the crust, I think mm-hmm. the, 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 the level of dipping increases. It really does. I think there's a level of heartbreak with the, the final couple of slices when you've run out of dip. I always find those a bit sad, really. Oh, you always have to order extra. Yeah, this is that's the main thing, isn't it, really? It is. And you can now buy from Domino's swimming pool size dips, basically. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> you could sort of bathe your hamster in them. They're like huge. You're sort of pushing the crust into that empty dip to try and to try and, try and collect every last drop. Very <laughs> sad, really, if someone was watching that. <laughs> yeah, it is quite sad. Yeah. It is so depressing. And you're so full and you're remorseful, like, oh, no, I ate the whole thing. I was full after one slice. What did I do? Well, you, you talk about that feeling of being mournful. That brings us directly to an area which people have very strong opinions about. Mm-hmm. Your 2 a.m. Yeah. on the way home drunk meal. Yeah. What is your go-to meal? Exactly how do you have it and how do you feel about it the next morning? So my go-to is always the only thing that's open, which is McDonald's, and I'll get... um. Yeah, I'll always get the plant burger with fries and then a bottle of water because I need to sober up. But 
depending on how drunk I am, depends on <laughs> how many fries come through. Right. <laughs> like, you know, when you're so drunk, you're not really aware of like your body and what it needs. So you're just like, just loads of food. Um, it's happened before where I've ordered three large fries and the plant burger. And then when it's arrived, I've just had the burger and gone to sleep. And I've woken up in the morning like, why does it smell like fries in here? And then I've gone, <laughs> what, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, it's beyond me. Do you think it's almost more dangerous? I'd be intrigued to see what you both think about this. Those touch screens now, there's a sort of degree of anonymity now. Whereas previously, if you have to walk up one in the morning and say, can I have three lots of fries and a burger for myself? It would feel embarrassing. But now you can just tap it on the screen and nobody knows. It just turns up in a bag. I've never done it in person. No, mine's always on an app. So I'll be like on the way home, like, oh, yeah, food. Good idea. You don't have to do the trick of if you're on the phone, having to fake talk to someone else in the house. <laughs> oh. oh, I do that. So much. Two more Big Macs. We're going to get, yeah. So let's get two more Big Macs, please. And three, yeah, three, three fries. Yeah, we'll get, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Okay, yeah, th- three fries would be great. And then when they arrive, you're like, oh, the food's here. I'll go get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a coat stand in the window with a hat yeah. on it and you're trying to look coat like home alone <laughs> oh that there is nothing worse than that just quickly on the three fries that were left over that day would you be tempted to eat any of those fries no i think they just they look sad don't they, they look anemic in the morning you're right because there's something about some takeaways are like obvious contenders to be eaten the next day yeah others Absolutely not at all. And I would say McDonald's falls in that it does. in that category of yeah. you can't have it the next day. No. Or a kebab. You couldn't have a kebab the next day in the morning. Anything that's like going to go soggy. Yeah. The chips go really floppy from McDonald's the next day. They do. It's really weird. <laughs> and they're really, they go so pale. They're so full of life and joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like those things outside car sales rooms that are flapping around. You know, this huge inflatable thing (laughs) the next morning. It's like someone punching it. I just don't get it. Yeah. The next morning, they're as remorseful as you are. They're they're just like, I know, I'm sorry. I'm ashamed of myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's also having a sense of regret and sort of self-hatred the next morning. We're all in this together. (laughs) (laughs) What is the McDonald's uh, plant burger like, by the way? I've never had it. Would you recommend? Is it good? It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I feel like the the best thing for me about a burger like that is pickles, and it's full of them. Uh, I've had it and really liked it as well. It's quite saucy, though, I don't think. Yeah, it is quite saucy for a girl that gets worried about how much sauce there's. Yeah, it's Mm. a little saucy. Yeah, but I'm a big fan of the pickles. Let's talk about food in general. Are there weird food likes that you have, weird combinations of things? I'll give you an example. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but I really like Oreos, salt vinegar crisps, and milk at the same time. I really like that flavour. We had Atul Kutcher, the chef, on last week. He likes strawberries with pepperami, like some kind of weird, salty, sweet combination Mm -hmm. he likes. Are are there strange things you eat at home or weird little things you knock together? I do quite like, which I don't know if this is really weird or not, but I really like, you know when you get like a packet of seaweed, I sometimes will wrap a pickle in seaweed. Oh. Do you keep pickles in a jar? Mm Mm-hmm. How often are you eating them, Hayley? I will get it through a jar in a week. Will you? That's fucking great. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. with the pickles and the seaweed, mm-hmm. uh, how, mu- how much pickle are you putting in that seaweed? One pickle. Oh, is it a, a, a whole pickle and it's wrapped? Yeah. But it's, you know, like the little like itsu packets you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a sheet. One of those. So it's like a real little sheet 
Also, can I just quickly ask, is this a long Turkish pickle, that sort of pickle? Is it what sort of pickle are we talking? Yeah, big fan. Okay, so like the long green ones you get in a, in a, in a Turkish restaurant or whatever. Okay. God, I love them. I absolutely love them. I think I couldn't agree with you more. And when, when you bite into them, mm-hmm. the bit of liquid that's in there that, that comes out, that's great as well. It's just, and it's also just so soft in the middle. It's great. Okay, so I like that. So, so seaweed wrapped around a pickle... There's all sort of healthy vegan hot dog. That's good. I'm really into that snack. I very much think that is a good shout. John Robbins has peanut butter with jalapenos together. That's a thing he will have. Okay. I feel like that would be nice. Yeah, apparently it is. There's a sort of, especially if they've been soaked in vinegar, there's sort of acidity that goes with that. And it's all, you know, it's fat and sort of sweetness and, you know, Mm -hmm. all these things that are mixed together, you know, fat, salt, heat, all this sort of stuff. I will give it a go. Hayley, you've got a... comedy series on on youtube called me versus brain and that feels to me like it's a conversation i'm constantly having but it's about takeaways and that's the the takeaway sort of is in my brain <laughs> yeah. that's and it's quite one-sided usually <laughs> the conversation and they usually win but i i just wondered whether do you find yourself talking to yourself a lot about what you should do in terms of order but also was that kind of the inspiration behind the the, the comedy series as well yeah, definitely. But I mean, my, when it comes to a takeaway, my brain would want me to have a takeaway every night because it can't be bothered to go and cook. You know, it's just like, <laughs> no, just have someone cook for you. We've just done a full shop. Yeah, but wouldn't it be easier if it was just ready? Because <laughs> like, after a day of work, sometimes you really just don't, you don't want to do anything. And that seems to be me every day with my brain. But it's nice to cook. Do you cook? You do cook at yeah. home, do you? Yeah. And what, what, yeah. what sort of stuff, what's your go-to and what sort of stuff do you like cooking? So my go-to thing that I have at home quite a lot is I'll have like sushi rice, crispy kale, I'll roast some chickpeas, get some cucumber, maybe some other vegetables in there every now and then, but that seems pickles? to be like... You've got to have some pickles in there. Oh, always pickles. Chop them up, pop them on top. Yeah. Mm. That is incredibly healthy, Hayley. You've, I'm feeling immediately have a, a deep feeling of sort of <laughs> shame. Well, it's much better than Oreo salt, salt, vinegar, and milk. <laughs> and yesterday morning, I had um, I had last night's Chinese for breakfast. That's pretty great, though. Did you warm it up or did you? I didn't know because I'm so panicked about sort of rice getting getting ill off rice. I just have it all cold. So pathetic that you have this feeling, <laughs> this this panic, this panic about about rice. The rice. It's fine. I've reheated rice plenty of times and I'm still I'm still here. I'm in an Indian household. All we did was reheat rice that was freezing cold from a fridge that had been there for days. So <laughs> My mother-in-law is she doesn't believe in cell dry dates or anything that's been in the fridge for ages or any yeah. of the dangers of reheating stuff. It is normally fine, but then about twice a year, she'll be more violently ill than anyone's ever been in oh, the really? time. It's, it's crazy how ill, but she refuses. She's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever afterwards. But I've seen her sort of turn herself inside out. Are you a smell testy kind of person? Because that, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like if you smell it and it smells fine or doesn't smell anything, then it's probably fine. But if you smell it and it smells of something and you're not, not the thing that you want it to smell like, then it's yeah. probably not fine. Well, they're thinking apparently they're going to get rid of use by dates. This is the, the move they're going to do. Basically, really? they want it to become a thing the where people gauge it. <laughs> Supermarkets, the food oh, authorities. Right. Yeah, yeah. The hell are they? <laughs> 
Alan Sugar and Karen Brady or something like that. But the, the, uh, they, they, that's the plan is that basically they think there's too much food weightage because people look at dates. People like me look at yeah. the date and go, oh, my goodness, that went off three and a half minutes ago. I can't eat that. <laughs> right. They're trying to stop that trend, basically, as the world burns through, you know, over farming and all these sort of things. So, so are you quite risky with that sort of thing? You're quite, you know. I am, yeah. And I especially with like vegetables. However, it, it was probably last month I had a cucumber in the fridge for a week. And it was past its sell-by date. And I was like, maybe it'll be fine. I picked it up and it, oh, it was so slimy. So oh. slimy. I was like, that that's kind of put me off cucumbers a little bit. It's funny with fridges, isn't it? Because with the fridges, sometimes you do just leave things in there for, for way longer than you should. Yeah. And I think the biggest culprit of that is um, jars of dip or hummus. Hummus is always lives too long in the fridge. My mum's house, my mum won't throw it. If I go and see her and we have food there she won't throw anything away that I've bought over because she doesn't like doesn't want to throw it away that's not hers and I've been around there before <laughs> and I've had hummus and then I've gone back there a month later and the hummus is in there with a like a, a seal over the top where it's gone like crusty and I'm like mum you you can throw that away and she's like I don't know if it was yours I was like that's really sweet but that's gross I'm pretty sure it's mouldy put it in the bin I think the worst point of the fridge is the if you ever go away and you've forgotten about the veg drawer oh. and you come back oh, that's, God, that's yeah. some of the where it's basically lost all sense of shape yeah, yeah. oh my goodness me that bag of spinach that bag of lettuce anything that's leaf, leafy yeah it's just all wet that is just going to go out and you pick yeah. it up and it's just collected water. Dripping. Yeah, it's dripping. Oh, oh I've done that before. Worst if it started to stick, it's sticking to the, the shelf or the back of the fridge. That's no, oh, no, no, that's no, awful. No, no, uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, thank you. What, what about uh, when you're away working? Mm-hmm. When you're traveling around the country, how are you eating? Are you a sort of packed lunch sort of person? Are you quite a healthy eater? What are you, what are you doing there if you're away filming or whatever? I usually I'm grabbing stuff on the go rather than bringing anything, anything with me. Basically, whatever I can find. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not so good. It's always a gamble. I haven't made a pack lunch crane in a very long time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Neither have I. Not something that when you say, do you make a pack lunch? I probably could have answered for her. No, she probably doesn't make a pack lunch. Sandwiches, cutting off the crusts, and I'm a little apple slices. Little penguin. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Each of us, I want us to name our dream pat lunch. You've got to have a pat lunch now. So you need a main, you need a crisp side, you need a sweet, you need a piece of fruit. I'll start if you want. I'm going to go for a uh, tuna mayo sandwich, which mm-hmm. is not so good for you, Hayley, but that's what, that's what I'd have. Then yeah. I'd have a packet of those square, salt vinegar squares by Walker. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. Those which yeah. are the most vinegary thing in the world. Yeah. Incredible. Make your face crumple. I'd have a, an easy peel tangerine, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, why not make your life easy? And then I'd have a club, an orange club biscuit. That would be me. And I'd be perfectly happy. And I'd sit down by the seaside and I'd just watch the seagulls fly around a bit. It'd be nice. That's a really good choice. That is a classic sandwich isn't it uh, yeah. classic packed lunch that really is classic that's very very strong i think we should close with Haley. so simran what's yours i'd have a croque monsieur i think probably with a pasta de natta as a <laughs> and maybe <laughs> and maybe some truffle crisps i don't know whatever whatever's in the larder i'll take it <laughs> Haley, what would you have so I would go with a classic cucumber sandwich, which doesn't sound great, but I used to have it a lot as a kid. And then 
Pombez. Oh, Great. lovely. That is an excellent choice. Yeah. 80, 86 calories per packet as well. I know that because they're, they're in my... I didn't know that off my heart. <laughs> I know the calories of all crisps. That's more like a little niche thing. <laughs> they're in my son's packed lunch, so I've, uh, I, I see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pombe is such a great shout. They're very light. They're very light. And I would say if there's one criticism of a Pombe, it's a little oily. Oh. True. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong there. Kettle chips or anything like that, they're so oily. Yeah. Just yeah. to the touch, you're just a... A bit too oily. You need a little napkin. You need a quick napkin, just a dab. <laughs> you just need to dab it. You're feeling on the skip, because I had a packet of skips for the first time this week in about five years. Oh, you melt in your mouth. They really do. They don't lie. They do melt in your mouth. They're great. It's a great crisp. It is a good crisp. It's such a nostalgic crisp as well, because it's so of your childhood, skips. When do you ever see, like, an adult on their way to work eating a bag of skips? You don't do it. It just doesn't happen. I would love that. That would be so wholesome to see. <laughs> I'm just reliving my youth. A, ju- a judge on his on their way to work in the full wig yes. and gown after sentence someone for years, eating a bag of skips. <laughs> exactly. I'm very much here for that. Yeah. Skip bail. The, yeah. Ah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that, do it. It's fine. Don't don't no. Feel no guilt. That's lovely. Your your chocolate bar, what a Simana. So what's what's the chocolate bar you're sticking in there? Or treat. Have you ever tried the Love Raw bars? No, what's that? So good. They are exactly the same as like a Kinder Bueno bar, but vegan, and they taste identical. A Kinder Bueno is my probably my favourite bar of choice. It's yeah, so good. It is. Although I we talked about this before, Sim. I find the yeah, children was... on the front of the Kinder Bueno bars a bit creepy. <laughs> I do, they yeah. freak well, they, me out. They don't think much yeah. of you either, Crane, to be honest. So. <laughs> You're not on either side there. It's the white teeth. It's all too cheery. It's, it's like, very odd. It is bizarre. It feels sort of like post-apocalyptic, yeah. this idea of like re- restarting a new society with these <laughs> white teeth children all yeah. too happy. It's weird. It freaks me out. In a world where Kinder Bueno is paving the, the streets <laughs> and the trees are Kinder Bueno with Kinder Bueno fruit and... The pens are driving a Kinder Bueno car. <laughs> I'd live in that world, I think. You'd live in that world. I'd live in that world. Damn right, I think in that world. <laughs> not a bad, not a bad world. Okay, so that's that's a that's a good packed lunch. I think we've all done quite well there. If we ever go on a camping trip, we'll have a lovely time. It's going to be good. <laughs> we will. Uh, Haley, before you go, uh, there's one question we need to ask before we review your meal and you take stock of what you thought of it, which is: Have you ever had a food disaster? I've had a food disaster. Brilliant. Having been vegan for several years, haven't cooked meat in a very long time. When uh, this was a few years ago, there was a meal that I used to make relentlessly. It was a katsu curry, but with breaded tofu. I'd make it from scratch. And I made it for my ex's family and they loved it. However, they don't really like tofu. So I was like, okay, no worries. Well, what else would you like? And they're like, can we have it with chicken? So obviously I was like, yeah, of course, we'll, we'll <laughs> do it with chicken for you and I'll have my tofu. So mm. I didn't touch the chicken because I was like, I'm not, I don't really know what to do with the raw chicken. I don't really want to touch it. So my ex prepared the chicken for me and then went and sat down while I finished making the food. So with the tofu, I bread it and then shallow fry it in oil. Mm. And so I got the chicken on a spatula, tofu on a spatula, plop them in separate pans. And then they both went, you know, golden on the outside. And I was like, brilliant. Pulled them out, served them up. And um, my boyfriend at the time comes over and he was like, how long have you cooked that chicken for? And I was like, what do you mean? Just, I've just cooked it. It's it's ready to go. (laughs) 
he then you know hops over and is like cuts it in half and it's completely pink not even oh. remote oh, not remotely cooked at all and he was like you cannot poison my family <laughs> i was like yeah no fair no idea how long it takes to cook chicken anymore and like i will not be cooking any meat ever again the fact that it was pink does panic me a bit because it's like there's that thing of slightly undercooked chicken where you think oh people are gonna ill but pink means you know that i might kill my boyfriend's entire family basically it was raw. yeah oh. good on you good on you Good on you. You should, have, you should have served it to him. Vegans won, meat eaters nil. So before you before you go, Haley. first of all, Haley, it's been a real pleasure to speak to you. What a wonderful person you are. You're, you're great fun. Yeah, Thank you so really much for fun. spending the time with us. We sincerely mean it. So take giving it your evening. We really appreciate it. Oh, it's been so fun to talk with you guys. Just to reiterate, the, the meal you've had is from Cricket and... Uh, would you recommend it? Are you, are you enjoying it? And would you recommend it to our, our listeners? I would 10 out of 10 recommend it. I'd also recommend adding the mango chutney because it just really adds some flavour oh, yeah. to it. It's got so much flavour, but I just, I really like having the three bits together. And lastly, are you adding your own pickles? On this occasion, no. Wow. It's that good. It's that good. <laughs> no mayo pickles. either. No mayo, no pickles. <laughs> No, Haley is pouring mayo across the thing. That's, that is too much. Thank you so much, Haley. That was great fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You can contact the show on Twitter at Fave Takeaway Pod or Instagram on My Favorite Takeaway Podcast. You can email us with your stories of takeaway woe, gripes, your worries on hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. The brilliant Hayley Morris there. Uh, what a joy that was, Sim. I love talking to her. She was great. And you know what? After listening to that, I am 100% going to go and get a jar of pickles and store them in my cupboard for a rainy day. And it's not even raining and I'm going to eat them because I love pickles. <laughs> and I love that she talked about pickles. And that's that's it. I've got to go get some pickles for a rainy day. We've all now got an image of you sat by the window, looking at the rain alone, just eating a jar of pickles, crying, picking out a pickle out of a big jar and eating it. People walking past, going, "It's not even raining. There's just a cloud above his head." It's so vinegary. It's so vinegary. Oh, Sim Randler. Uh, Next time really I see fun. you, I'll hold you for a prolonged period. I'll make you feel better about everything. Thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, if you enjoy the show. Tell your friends, spread the word, drop us a five-star review. It makes such a difference. And also send us your views on pizzas and dips. That's what we want to hear about this week. That's hello at myfavoritetakeawaypodcast.com or our Insta, My Favourite Takeaway Podcast. Follow us, DM us, all the things that people do online. And we will see you next week for yet more fantastic takeaway fun. Enjoy your pickles, Sim. See ya. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 